Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money-saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Back to the Nashville line, again to Yossi from center ice, shoots it on. Bennington steers the rebound away, and that'll do it. Bring out the Zamboni. A 5-2 win tonight for the Blues. Boy, that felt like a long time ago. It's been a minute. Five games at least. Five-game losing streak heading into the break, but it's fine. They need a reset. They need a little time. That was Chris Kerber on the call. We head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line, and we bring in Curbs. Curbs, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Brad. Welcome back in the saddle. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It feels weird here. I made my way to the uh, to the studio, though. Uh, we, we got settled in just fine. Curbs, first of all, man, I, I just mentioned, look, it's probably a good time for these guys to have a little bit of a break, but it's a, you're traveling to all these games, too. It's a grind. What are you doing for your All-Star break? You got anything fun planned? Uh, well, for me, fun right now is just not having to do quite as much. So I'm for the Noah staying in town. You know, three kids uh, in school, wife that's a school teacher. <laughs> Excuse me, they're not too easy to get away, but I uh, got plenty of uh, plenty of little things to catch up on around the house, which to many may not sound exciting. To me, clearing off that list sounds very exciting. Curbs, it's amazing. At least, well, wait a minute. Yeah, the, the honey not, do- not clearing off the list, but, <laughs> but, yeah, not clearing off the list, but getting the list done. Yeah. That, the, that's the, yeah. the honey-do list adds up pretty quickly during a season, and uh, I'm still oh. trying to check off some boxes from this last baseball season. So what do you think uh, this, this time looks like right now for Doug Armstrong, who I know that if he's not right now, he is going to be overseas scouting, for this, uh, for this coaching staff. There are so many things that are up in the air right now. How do you think they're spending their time? Well, I, I know the coaching staff is getting away, and then uh, they'll 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 take a mental break, and then they'll come back and go to work early next week. They can't be back on the ice with the players until the ninth. So I know a good chunk of the players got away and uh, and are doing their own different things. Uh, but you know what? I, the coaching staff is going to do what a coaching staff does. They're going to try to put together and work every single day to try to win every single game. Doug Armstrong on the flip side, I know uh, late last week he was going over to Europe for some world uh, under-18s, I think, uh, and and to see what's going on there. So I think he had a Europe trip planned. They've recently had their amateur scouting meetings, and Doug's Doug's job is, is now to figure out what the rest of this year means in terms of the next year or the couple years after that. And I think, unfortunately, that seven-game homestand followed by this most recent road trip probably cleared up the picture quite a lot for Doug. Yeah, I would agree, Curbs. Um, you know, you, you wanted to go – you were hoping to go at least 5-2 and two on the homestand. It didn't go that way. You went 3-4, and four, and then obviously things were compounded with the recent losing streak that you're still on. Uh, yeah, for the Blues, Curbs, when, when you look forward here to the month of February, once all the guys get back, 
Um, you know, what is what does it look like for you? Right? Ryan O'Reilly hopefully is back from injury. Hopefully Pavel Buchnevich is back. But in your opinion, you know, does Doug wait to the deadline or do things start to happen sooner than that? It's a great question. And, and a, it, it's a challenge every single year for general managers. So first off, it's the question of buy versus sell. And if you don't necessarily think you're in the buying mode, but you're not really in the selling mode, and I think that's kind of where the blues are, uh, you're in between and you're saying, okay, then we're in tweaking mode. All right, how do we tweak? Well, now what are the deals that are necessary? What? So you look, and, and this is no disrespect to Noel Achari or Nico Mikola, you know, who are going to be UFAs as well, but let's look at the big three forwards for the blues in, in Barbashev, O'Reilly, and Tarasenko. Which one, if not two or all three, do you think you want to have a part of your future for the next three to five years? Which one do you think, even if you wanted them, could give you the biggest investment in return that allows you to grow the franchise four or five years from now? And, and you have to start to sort that out. And I think that's something Doug's probably been sorting out here for a little while. For me, you're looking at when you get back, you're hoping to see Ryan O'Reilly out on the ice. You're hoping to see Pavel Butchnevich out on the ice. In terms of how this thing gets tweaked, I would have to think that right now with Ryan being injured and, you know, Vladimir's been a part of the team for a year and a half after a trade request, that it wouldn't shock me to find out that Ivan Barbashev is the one that's garnering the most interest right now with the way he's been playing and how he's been playing. Yeah, so, you know, what do the deals look like? Well, you just saw, you just saw the New York the New York Islanders make a move, you know, and and get Bull Horvat, and I don't know that it's a great move the way that went down for the Vancouver Canucks, but we'll we'll wait. I mean, again, you got to wait and see how all that plays out, right? But uh, to me, is that the setting? And then, and then what do you get if if you're Doug Armstrong and you end up just getting draft picks, then you know that those aren't going to impact this roster for four or five years, for the most part. Uh, you know, because even if a guy comes in after a couple of years, we've seen how it takes them to grow. So it's not an easy question that you ask, but I do think at some point in time, having watched Petrangelo, Schwartz, other guys leave via unrestricted free agency, you have a pretty good idea right now your chances of signing one of these guys, what it's like. And I think you've got a pretty good idea that I don't think you can just let them walk. I think you've got to do some rebuilding of the asset aspect of this organization. Curves, everybody's focused on, the, like you said, the big three, Tarasenko, O'Reilly, and Buchnevich. I sat back two days ago and looked at the blue line. And hearing that, yeah. you know, Scandella is skating, Perunovic is skating, not quite ready for contact. Once those guys are healthy, which could be following this break, that's a pretty crowded room back there uh, on, on the back end for the Blues. Um, do you see a scenario where that's where they focus their first attention is, you know, not necessarily cleaning it up, but maybe identifying who they're going to go with for the near future or the foreseeable future while making some moves there to try and maybe clarify what other moves they could make? Yeah, Jamie, it's a fascinating aspect of this process, isn't it? You've got the longest, the guy under contract, the longest is Pareko. And then there's Falk, and then there's Krug, and then there's Letty. And Letty is still three more years after this. Bortuzzo has another year on his contract. Scandella has another year on his contract. Perunovic hasn't been able to be healthy in the National Hockey League. Tyler, and you've got Callie Rosen who's proven he could be a very effective 
almost becoming a Carl Gunnarsson like defenseman for you. And and then and then you've seen Tucker show that he's ready to knock on the door and get an everyday shift, and that's followed then by, uh, and and that's followed then by, you know, uh, uh, Kessel, who who is looking pretty good down in Springfield. So, yeah, it is a log jam back there, and maybe too crowded of a room. The question is, is because of those contracts, who could you move or what could you move? I, I have to think, I have to think with as porous as this team has been defensively. And really uninspiring as this whole defensive group's play has been over the course of the picture of the entire season, that a, a tweaking in there and moving somebody that might surprise someone is is not out of the question, because I just, I mean, it just it just hasn't gone right, and and cap space is valuable. So what kind of flexibility do you have? You know, and now again, it doesn't have to happen at the trade deadline. Some things could happen at, at come draft time and in the summertime as well. But you, you're right; that's a everyone's focusing on Barbashev and and Tarasenko and O'Reilly. Mikel is an unrestricted free agent. You've got a guy like Robert Bortuzzo that can be an excellent shot blocker on the penalty kill and role player for a team. I mean, they've got some guys that at least would be interesting to see if somebody kicks a tire on. Curbs, you've been doing this for a long time. You've been uh, covering great teams, teams that have struggled a little bit. In your experience, how much does a shake-up, if you trade some of those core pieces, how much does that really help a club? Or does every team have its own identity? Uh, I guess it, it I guess it all def- depends on how you define help because you'll see teams that will just do a complete fire sale and you know they're going into a massive rebuild. And the Chicago Blackhawks are going to be one of those kind of teams, right? But you look at the Blues, Brad, and that's just not the case. I, I look at I look at a couple of recent examples. Last year, the Winnipeg Jets missed the playoffs. This year, they're battling for first in the division. In 17-18, the Blues missed the playoffs. The next year, they won a Stanley Cup. And another one that really is intriguing to me is a couple of years after the Tampa Bay Lightning back in 04 won their first Stanley Cup. A couple of years later, they missed the playoffs three straight years in a row, and that's what led to the first overall pick of Steven Stamkos. But they still had St. Louis. They still had guys like LeCavalier, and they still had some pretty good players. And so it wasn't a long time out. That, that, that to me, is a real fascinating one because the Blues have Thomas, Kairou, Butchnevich, Saad, all under contract as forwards. Right? You've got a Jimmy Snuggerud. Interesting to see what happens with him over the next year or two. We just talked about the defensive core, and you still got a goaltender that won you a Stanley Cup that, frankly, I think has played really doggone well this year. So the challenge for Doug Armstrong is saying, okay, if I move one or two or all three of those big assets, you know, what does it mean for me over the next two to three years? Because I don't see the Blues going into a rebuild. A retool, whatever re-Army decides to define it as, is something, but I think these moves can can help the St. Louis Blues more so by just giving them some ability to replenish some assets because they still have some doggone good players on this roster. Yeah, and a lot of season left, right? So, Curbs, enjoy the rest of your All-Star break. Got a few days, got a week until you got to get back to work. Hopefully the Blues get back to work as well. We hope you enjoy your time, and we appreciate you visiting with us. You got him, Brett. Pack that sunscreen for Florida now. Oh, white sun and tan. You know that. There. Yeah, I am. Barrel of it. All I do is burn, peel, and repeat. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. I'm like that, too. That's why I go. Anything that says bullfrog, I'll buy it. Yeah, that's it. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> All right, Curbs, we'll talk to you next week. See you, This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes 
ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.